Hey guys, it's Just Teggy, and today's topic is three things you learn about your child during remote learning. So I have a guest here, Denisa, and we're going to talk about our kids. So what are three things that you learned thus far during remote learning? Um, so three things that I learned during remote learning with my kids is they need me. <laughs> um, um, I think that I didn't realize how much they needed me, like how much more I should be involved with them. Mm -hmm. um, number two, I learned um, their struggles with um, school and not necessarily learning, but just the struggles of like being a student because, you know, you forget. Um, and the third thing is um, the kind of relationships they have with their teachers and paras and things like that. I learned that. I think I got a better perspective of that relationship. Um, so those are the three things. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because I thought I knew everything prior to um, remote learning. I thought mm -hmm. I knew what was happening in class. I thought I knew how they learned math and the structures. Um, and then I realized that I'm really not that smart, right? Because math, they teach in a totally different way. Oh my God, don't even factoring they're factoring in kindergarten now well i'm only in first grade but let me tell you <laughs> we have this thing so you know back in my day which i'm super young we used to like um you know you count on your head you do it that way right and so we had this whole equation where we had to actually write it out so here i am focusing on make sure you show your work show your work show your work but what happens the teacher turned around and gives him like some kind of test and he had to do it like mental math and i was like wait what the hell just happened because here i am teaching him write everything down and then boom something else happens and i'm like oh god like i wasn't prepared i didn't even show him the right way it's like there's no way to know the expectations of the teachers because yeah we're totally behind in like their whole processing the way they learn now yeah so yeah i realize i'm not that smart right um the second thing i realize is that um my son needs a lot of um confidence mm. you know like a lot of times like i think growing up I, I had a lot of confidence i didn't really need my mom to help me much but he needs a lot of confidence to feel that he can do something he can achieve mm -hmm. a goal and I didn't realize that. I thought, you know, when you do homework with your kids, you think that's enough. You think that just doing some homework, okay, we're going to get through. But believe it or not, that was just like a little teeny portion of what, you know, people mm -hmm. do at school. So I definitely learned that. And then I would say the last thing I learned is that um, that I have to be more present. Although I thought I've, I've always been present. I have yeah. To be more present because... Mm -hmm he needs me much more than I thought. And I think that if we rely on the school system, you know, we're, we're kind of missing a little bit. But it's hard to tell, right? It's hard to tell what you're supposed to do and how yeah. much you're supposed to be involved because you don't want to hinder your kids. You want them to be independent. Mm -hmm. So you have like, like your kids, are they very independent when it comes down to their homework and things like that? Um, my son is. He's more independent because um, he just wants to get through it. I don't think he really wants me to help him because if I were to help him, <laughs> it would take a lot longer. Uh -huh. um, my daughter, she needs um, more help and she'll ask, sit down and help me. And it's like, I know you know this. Uh huh. She's like, sit down and help me. So I have opposites, I guess. 
Yeah. But do you think she needs help? Do you think like sometimes I find that my child just wants me to give him the answer? He'll like try to trick me. So that's another thing I learned through remote learning was I thought she wanted me to give her the answer. Like I'm like, I know you learned this in class today. Your teacher wouldn't give you homework if you didn't learn this in class today. So exactly. something I learned during the remote learning was um we were in a Zoom session and I was like, just oh we we just did this like earlier or something like that. And the teacher goes, they forget a lot. It's something that has to be um, reiterated to them and reiterated to them. So that's something that I learned that I thought she was using me, which sometimes she does. Yeah. But then now realizing like, okay, like it's her memory, you know? So. It's really interesting to watch how they grow and and what's happening in their little brains, right? Mm -hmm. But I will say that I give the teachers like a lot more respect. Like I always respect the teachers that teach our children, but after this whole remote learning situation, I don't want to homeschool. I don't want to be that that person. Nope, ma'am. Because it really takes a lot out of you. It's literally a job. It's literally a full-time job that I am not equipped, nor educated, nor patient (laughs) enough to do. I, I need them to go back. You need them to go back. <laughs> I need them to go back. But it also interferes with your 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 duties, like what you do in your meantime. Like you know, even if you're cleaning and cooking and all those things, like all that has to change. Yep. Because you still have to work around that schedule, so it's like another yep. task, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm finding that like a lot of parents are uh, changing their view on teachers. I think they have a, a lot more of, of a appreciation. I hope so. I right. would hope. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've always had a respect because I'm like, I, I'm teaching to me is a gift. You know, it's something that it's a gift and it doesn't pay a lot. So, you know, well, I would say that I think I held teachers to a super, super high standards in the sense that mm. I felt that they were like, what is the word? Like immortal or something like I felt like they can do no wrong. And I, you know, I think now I realize how hard they work because not only are they teaching our kids, but they're also teaching their own kids. They're also at home with their own families. And so they're working and they're doing all these other things. And I think prior to this experience, I, I felt like, you know, teachers should teach and they should know what to do and our kids should be doing yada, yada, yada. But then you look at them and you realize that they're human beings. Like just like being home right now, you realize mm-hmm. how hard they work to make sure that we're able to um, be a part of the growth and making sure that our kids are growing academically. Mm-hmm. But I really thought like teachers were superheroes and that they did no wrong. I was just like, you should know that like your teachers should already know everything, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Have you ever looked at teachers in the sense of, like they know everything, they're perfect? Um, I, don't, I don't think I've seen them as like perfect, but there's been situations where I'm like, you should know better or, you know, like yeah. you should pull my kid to the side if they're struggling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I guess, you know, pay more attention, but I, you know, it's hard. I'm struggling with two. Can you imagine being the teacher of 28, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what I'm getting at is that now I'm able to like, look and say like, okay, I'm dealing with one and I'm losing my entire life right now. And then to, to think about that classroom and they may have, most of the classes have about two teachers, but even with that being said, think about the children that they have to pull aside to help through, you know? And, um, also behavior issues like you have to think mm-hmm. about all the other things that go into this day yeah so it, i definitely have a, a 
I've always had a respect for teachers and I always thought they were amazing. But now I feel like, oh gosh, not only do I think they're amazing, but I also think they're human now. Like, gosh, you guys are really doing a lot. Like, you know. And I also look at them as like kind of like a second parent because they spend so much time there that yeah. I feel like some kind of parenting and nurturing happens there. Like there's, you know, yeah. there's no way they spend a whole school year with your kids and sometimes two or three, you know? Yeah, yeah. So remote learning for us in New York City will be up um, the 26th of June. Mm-hmm. Where you're located, where um, or what days, or is school already over? Uh, the 30th of May was the last day for them. So they only had to go through, I want to say like, um, April, May. So like 10 weeks maybe of remote learning. Okay. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because we started with March 16th, I believe, here. In yeah, you guys basically had the half of a school year. That's rough. Yeah. So I was dying for it to finish. Yeah. So I'm curious too. So a lot of people are saying like that some of their children are going to hold back because they feel like they um, mm-hmm. need an extra boost. What is your, your take on that? Um, I think that whatever you know your child, now that you've ha- had the weeks to sit down with your child to see where they're at not just your teacher tell you or you get grades like now you've gotten to experience how you know how well they do I think that that's a personal decision to make and now that you've had that time to see you you know if they need to be held back or not yeah um any plans for the summer like, are you looking to get away from remote learning? or I, ha- I am very happy to get away from remote learning. I didn't mind it. It was just, uh, it was a little bit hard on my end because of, you know, you know, my daughter or whatever. So it was harder on, uh, for me to help her the way I wish I could have helped her. Um, but I didn't mind it. Like, I, I, I'm happy that they made the effort. I'm happy that they had those classes and everything. Um, but I am happy that it's over. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah, we're gonna um, travel to Texas to visit um, the kid's father side of the family, mm-hmm. um, and then when we come back, hopefully my side of the family will be visiting, so that we can spend time together. Amazing, you know. I to be honest with you, we're not quite there yet. We're not there at the twenty sixth, and right now, <sighs> I'm, well, I'm pooped. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm like, I'm done. But. Um, the workload has gotten lighter, um, mm. but I am mentally tired. Like I, I dread Mondays, if I'm being honest. Um, I really do. And to be honest with you, I think the reason why I dread Mondays is because um, nothing is consistent anymore mm. with the whole electronics and during the weekend because of the pandemic, like my child is going to go outside. And so a lot of... Um, you know, television time, a lot of uh, electronic time has mm-hmm. interfered with our regular structure. And mm-hmm. to now go from that to work, you know, a uh, schoolwork on another electronic type of situation, yeah. um, it's been really challenging for me because it's like, you know, in, in my house, the iPad or um, the Nintendo Switch or whatever it was, it was for, um, the weekend and it was for play and it was for you know that was the special treat and now, it was a reward yeah now it's every day now it's every day and so it's even harder because it's like oh 
remote learning is not cool. I want to go back. And and they also have the option to just kind of click out of it, and, you know, do whatever and lollygag. So it kind of gave him a bit of a boost to be more independent with electronics to the point <laughs> where it's really like crippling to me because he knows more about, you know, how to have the mini screen on as he goes <laughs> here and there. So, you know, I'm over it. I, I really just want to put the damn iPad away. I just want to go outside. I want to, you know, sit at the beach. I don't have things to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> in your wall. <laughs> I think that's what it is. So I think for me, I want it to be over because I want to get away. And I too am planning a vacation. I want to get away from the remote learning. I want to get away from the New York City life. I want to get away from the whole pandemic staying inside. I just want to get away. And I'm looking forward for it to be over. Um, and I think the worst part for me is that I have to make sure that I keep routine, routine, routine. It's very important. So that he is ready for um, second grade. And to be honest with you, he tell me that he's not ready. He doesn't think he's ready to go. And that really oh. hard. He was like, I don't know. Are you sure that I'm ready? Maybe I should stay in first grade. And oh. he's not the only kid. Like I have friends that have kids that are having like fears of like third grade and fourth grade. Um, and I think it's valid. So, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm looking forward to the summer. I cannot wait. And to be honest, I'm going to be scared because I do need to keep routine up, but I kind of want to throw everything out the window. I just want to just be like, you know, you know, going to beach, have a mimosa, two or three or four, whatever. I just want to throw it out for quite some time because this is an adventure for us. So I want your last words of positivity going into the new school year. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. We're going to get through it. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> it's going to be fine. We're going to be, we yeah. are resilient. We are resilient. We'll be fine. I'm scared shitless, to be honest. I am scared. And, um, you know, so I guess my positive patty word would be, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. Right? Because what can we do? And God bless the, the teachers for the new year. Man. New year. God bless the teachers. So that, that's what I would say. Thank you, Denny, for joining me. And I'll see you guys next Monday.